Forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Hey everyone, happy Wednesday. I am so excited to be here today because we are literally talking about miracles. Um, My guest today, who I'll introduce in a minute, wrote this brand new number one bestseller called From Bounce Checks to Private Jets, The Mastery of Miracles. She owns piles of businesses. And again, I'll I'll give her the proper introduction in a second after my jelly bean update. But... um, but like the mastery of miracles, how cool is that? And the funny thing is I actually met her in person and um, she feels like a miracle. So also speaking of miracles going into Jelly Bean, today is our nine month anniversary together. Um, I could not be more overjoyed. I am still in a place that like most days when I look at her, I literally start tearing up at some point. Um, I just, I can't even believe her. And the closer it gets to maybe being able to show you her picture, the more anxious I get um, in a good way. Because I just, it's like, as I said, I can't believe she looks so much like me. Um, It's crazy. Like everybody is sure she's my child, Uh, which is the strangest thing because given the you know, given what I requested from the county um, in terms of, you know, criteria for a child and um, and what the statistics are and things, it, 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 like chances that I got a baby who people really thought was mine were practically impossible. So as I said, I just, I mean, in addition to that, like that's just nice because it takes away this whole big question mark that she might get later in life. Um, but in the meantime, it's just, she's such a joy. Last night we took one of my best friends, who's her godmother to register for her baby. Um, she's having a baby almost exactly a year to a day as jelly beans that we're joking. She's cooking up a a bestie for jelly bean. Um, but jelly bean literally spent four hours with us going through a store and she did not lose her head once. And I know for the parents out there, a lot of people know like that's a minor miracle. Um, a lot of my friends can't be out for more than an hour and she is just a trooper. I mean, yes, we had to hold her at times. And, um, fortunately my friend has a big, strong husband who is able to carry her around more than I can, um, but just truly a joy. And um, I am so glad, like the amount of fear that I was having over getting her um, at first, like my whole life's going to change and can I handle it? And is it going to put strain on me financially? And, you know, like a million questions that I could have let stop me. I'm just so grateful that for whatever reason, I was able to muster the, no, this is something in my heart and I need to do it. So um, that's where we are. And then, you know, we're still waiting end of September. They may um, terminate the 
rights of the parents, which means she would be orphaned, and that means that I could start adopting her, and she could be 100% mine, and I might be able to show you her picture as early as February or March, fingers crossed. Um, I have been fighting the fight to do everything I can to make sure everything is in order and all papers are filed and all of that. Um, so that in September, since no one has come forward at all, like they should be able to move forward. But sometimes like it can be extended for a year just because something isn't filed properly. So needless to say, I have been on it um, to the best I can. It's, it's kind of, I'm sure, as you can imagine, a fine line. Um, and other than that, she this week drank a green juice that I made. I was so excited. I made this cucumber and celery juice, and she actually drank it. She's eating roasted Brussels sprouts that I then puree um, and all sorts of other vegetables. And I think I know how to get all kids to do it. So I'm test driving that on another friend's baby soon to see if it was just a fluke that Jelly Bean did it or if what I did actually works works. And then I'll be sharing that with everyone. So that's my little teaser, but I really want to jump in today's guest because she's just so special and I don't want to take any more time away. Um, Hazel Ortega is a leading expert vocational training for injured workers. As a former injured worker herself, she understands the importance of providing hope, resources, and services to industry to injured workers. She knows firsthand how education changes people's lives and keeps families together. When people experience physical trauma at work, it is not uncommon for their lives to unravel. Miss Ortega's great passion is helping injured workers find joy and new ways of life after an injury. After her own injury, she fought to get an education that would lead her to live the life of her dreams. As a single mother, it was very challenging to take classes and care for her children, but she went full speed ahead to complete her bachelor's degree. Later, Miss Ortega earned her master's degree in educational psychology at Alliant International University in Los Angeles and proceeded to open Ortega Counseling Center in 2001, ensuring the delight of her clients by fighting for their rights to education. She owns nearly one dozen businesses, including a hot nightclub in Whittier, California, and the designer sensation Savvy Socks, which, by the way, she makes she has these bacon socks, which are so cool. And, of course, I own um, mm. all of these endeavors. I know that's what I focus on, right? The, all these things. <laughs> we'll get to the other stuff. Um, all these endeavors are multimillion-dollar businesses. In addition to her professional successes, Ms. Ortega created the not-for-profit organization Angels for Injured Workers. AIW was created to bring financial assistance and hope to families after an injury, which is often a suddenly sudden but lengthy time period. Specific activities include assessment, vocational training, job placement, workshops, holiday experiences, and financial assistance for basic needs, food, shelter, and utilities. In her Amazon number one best-selling book, From Bounce Checks to Private Jets, Hazel shares her journey and guides the reader through the formula she discovered to live the life of her dreams and help others do the same. Okay, so I have to tell you, I met Hazel at an entrepreneur organization event last year. I had the immense pleasure of randomly sitting next to her and she was just this bright light and she started talking to me and it, 
And as all of the things were being unveiled very modestly, I'm like, wait, you own what and what and what and what? And like, it just went on over the conversation. And I'm sitting there going, I run one business. I'm like literally 9,000 emails behind at all times. And I don't feel like I'm, you know, I try to be a joy. I limit the number of friends I have so I can be a good friend to them. But, you know, people try to friend me and I don't have time. And this woman is like leisurely with her girlfriends, hanging out, having conversations and owning all these businesses and like literally what I want to know and why I'm so excited to have her on here. And we, we have to, unfortunately we have to talk about where she came from first, just so you get how special she is. But I just seriously want to go how and have her talk to us for the next hour. (laughs) Um, Because that's literally, and then I should throw on top of that, that I recently had the pleasure of going to her book launch. And now she like, looks like this rock star model. Not that she was heavy before, but she's lost a few pounds. And you can tell that she's owned that and like, holy hotness. And, uh, and like the book and all the things. And she's got this gorgeous estate. Not that that matters that much, but it does when you hear where she came from. So Okay, Hazel, can you tell us a little, just for a couple minutes, about literally what it was like growing up? Sure. Uh, first, I just want to say um, I'm very happy about the jelly bean update, and oh, I just wish you the thanks. best, and um, I'm, I'm very happy for you. And, you. you know, you did call that a miracle, and I believe that to be a miracle, and I have to share that I had a miracle yesterday. My baby sister had a baby. So, oh, yeah, so I'm really happy and basking in the joy of like being present to that miracle of birth. And I'm just so happy right now. Baby Valentina was born oh. yesterday at 6 o'clock. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, that was fantastic. Thank uh-huh. you. And I'll segue with that. My, so Brenda is my baby sister, and there's a total of seven siblings in my family. Um, we grew up in downtown L.A., and we grew up on welfare, barely making it. My mom was in and out of relationships, uh, many husbands. We all have different fathers. Uh, we grew up in in a gang neighborhood, very dangerous. And um, the apartment building where we grew up, there was about 60 units and um, we moved around a lot within those apartments, um, especially because every time my mom left a, a husband, she moved into a different apartment. But oh, it was wow. always a 800-square-foot apartment with one bedroom for oh, seven Oh, my people. God. <laughs> wow. Yes. Tiny. So it's really amazing, um, you know, to have the miracle that I experience now when... You know, we only had one bathroom for so many women, and now I have seven <laughs> bathrooms in my house <laughs> that I don't have to share. <laughs> yeah, definitely a miracle. Wow. And so I know that one of the chapters of your book, and I don't know the exact title, so you can help me with that, but one of them um, is about, wait, let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, It was uh, basically the lies we're telling ourselves are the things that are holding us back. And that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to really talk about today, because I think that's so true. Like people think that whatever their current situation is, what it's going to be. And I know pretty much her whole book is about 
um, about that. So can you elaborate a little bit on what you mean by that? Oh, the lies you're telling yourselves, chapter 12. Can you tell us a little about that? Um, yeah, so I, I would tell myself things like that I'm not smart enough. Um, even just recently, like as in five years ago, I know that I said to myself that I had a good business, but I wasn't smart enough to have it past the $1 million mark. And um, that's a lie because we, I've done that multiple times now. And um, I have to catch myself in those lies. And the lies I was telling myself even earlier than that in my, you know, growing up was I'm not worthy of being loved. I'm not good enough. I'm not, you know, definitely not smart enough to go to college. Um, you know, I don't have what it takes to be a good wife. I don't know how to be in a long-lasting relationship. Like, that just wasn't for me. So I believed all of these things all along. And because I believed them, I manifested that. So I didn't have a long-lasting marriage. Um, yeah, I didn't graduate from high school. I, everything I believed, I, you know, it showed up. And um, anytime now that I, have, that I tell myself lies, because even though I've done a lot of work on myself, there are still, like, fears that creep up. The, you know, feelings of maybe not being good enough to be, you know, on a show with Oprah. You know, those kinds of, like, now the <laughs> lies are different, right? They're getting better, but... <laughs> and, <you> know, <laughs> um, but I catch myself, you know, and then I say, like, wait a minute. I am, I am good enough, and I'm just lying to myself. And it happens quicker and quicker, so I get off it. And um, it's really good to be um, to watch that and be able to catch myself. And where before I was completely blinded, I thought that those lies were truths, right. and that's how I lived it. Yeah, and I think everybody has those. And I talk about a lot. I don't think you've heard this before, Hazel, but I talk about a lot when I was recovering from overeating, and I I ended up in Overeaters Anonymous after losing seventy pounds. For those of us who are still joining us. I still had food issues, even though I lost all that weight and had maintained it for years, but I was like totally in the obsession. So I went to Overeaters Anonymous when at a size two, I would like rip my whole closet apart trying to find anything that made me feel okay enough to go out, which is crazy. Um, But one of the most poignant things that anybody ever told me was when you're in that place of negative about yourself, you should think of yourself as a five-year-old and never talk to yourself in a way that you wouldn't talk to that five-year-old. Um, you know, if you want a five-year-old to do something, you're like, come on, or most people are anyway, or like, come on, <laughs> sweetie, we really want to do this, this, and this. You don't go, you're ugly, you're fat, you're this, you're that, which is what I spent. I thought that if I repressed by calling myself fat all the time, I thought it would make me diet, but all it did was make me feel bad. And so I agree, like the closer and for when I heard that, I started wearing a ring that was a locket and I put my baby picture in it. And every time I had a thought like that, I was like, no, you're you can do it, sweetie. You know, that kind of thing. And it's amazing how that shifts so much. Yeah, yeah. We're not that nice to ourselves. Yeah, and it's Definitely. you're right. Like we manifest exactly exactly what it was that we were saying we couldn't do. Um what was the shift for you? Like what made you recognize the lies? How did you if that makes sense? Like what happened? Well, um I am a trained psychologist 
And uh, while you're in your training, you learn a lot about yourself. You know, you're, you're trying to be helpful to others and learn techniques. And then as you're doing that, I start to realize, like, wait a minute, I do a lot of these things. <laughs> and a lot of introspection started to happen for me. Um, so I used to have it that I'm, I am a certain way. You know, like I am, like if I would say um, I, I'm big boned, uh-huh. like I have it, like that's real, you know, like I am that. And so anyhow, I learned how to get people to shift out of that perspective. And then I learned, to, I learned it for myself. So I do um, have um, affirmations. I have favorite pictures where I think I look pretty because on a general basis, I don't. Um, oh. recognize myself as good looking which and is crazy not... and I mean that with love <laughs> <laughs> thank you even my weight too I've, have, I've had weight issues and um, there's pictures where I'm like oh I look skinny so you know I'll, I'll have those reminders around me mm-hmm. um, and then I have a lot of coaches I have people around me and, that affirm me for the times that I don't believe in myself I surround myself with people that are that do see the greatness in me, and that has made a lot of difference too. Where I'm surrounded by just love and support, and just really getting out of relationships that that are not that that would make me feel insecure, make me feel you know not worthy. I'm I completely shifted out of those kinds of environments. Which... The more positive environments are better. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. I I talk about that a lot, too. I mean, it's so funny. I feel like we have experts on, and for people who are listening on a consistent basis, you can really hear these themes of people have affirmations and all this. I think I don't think I've had an expert who doesn't have affirmations. Um, we actually have to go to break now, but when we come back, we're going to talk more about the coaches. We're going to talk more about pictures. We're going to talk more about toxic relationships, and then we're going to hear about uh, Hazel's business and how she juggles it all because that's what I want to know. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in every week to the Voice America Influencers Channel for The Movement with Shannon D. Hughes. It's all about what's happened in the past that determines the future. Everyone has their up moments and their down moments. The pendulum is always swinging between the victories and the pitfalls in our lives. But each of these serves as success points that we learn from and move forward. Listen for The Movement every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Tune in to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. 
for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I am back with Hazel Ortega, who has this sexy new book that matches her. Um, called From Bounce Checks to Private Jets, The Mastery of Miracles. And this is truly the story of her life. She owns piles of businesses. And what I love as much as that, uh, she also has a not-for-profit for injured workers. So she's not just about succeeding for herself, but helping everybody succeed, which is why the second I met her, I was just like, I love this woman. I want her to rub off on me now. Now, now, please make it happen. <laughs> um, but seriously, I met her over a year ago, and um, she just, everything that I learn about her, and every time I've gotten to interact with her, she's just so inspiring. So, we were talking um, before the break about seeing, well, one, coaches. I know also, Hazel, at your book launch, you talked about coaches and how integral they've played a role in your life. I would love to hear like what the experience was finding your first coach, like why you did it, how you did it, and any tips you could give someone for thinking that they might need a coach, including how the heck you afforded it. Yeah. um, Well, Great question, because I do think that coaches are the secret to my success. Um, I have a coach for any area of my life that I'm up to. So I have, if I want to be healthy, I have a a health coach, a nutrition and health coach. I want to look good, so I also have a personal trainer who is my coach in regards to working out. Um, I have a personal performance coach, which her and I specifically focus on my finances, and I have uh, two business coaches, and uh, one is more of a project manager, and the other one is more mindset. And okay. the Marianne Emma Jeff, she was my first coach that I ever got, and she's still my coach to this day, and it's been eight years. Wow. And I found her because I happened to be renting an office. I was paying $100 rent at this oh, God. Uh, place. Yes, $100. I wasn't making a lot of money. Actually, I was barely making it. I was making about $4,000 a month about eight eight years ago. And, um, and I had already been in business for five years, making $4,000 a month. Oh, wow. And I, I, now I know that I was making that amount of money because I said to myself when I started the business that all I wanted to do was be able to be a really good mom to my kids and keep the lifestyle that I had. 
Mm. So at the time, I made $4,000 at my job, and then I started the business, and I continued to make $4,000. With this business coach, when I met her, um, I couldn't afford it. She had free monthly meetings where women would get together, maybe 8 to 12, and learn something about business. Maybe it would be like how to handle an upset client or how to leverage you know, relationships, different tips every month. And then she, then she had private coaching. Um, it was $35, the private coaching. And wow. Yeah, and it was hard. Like, I really struggled to, like, you know, commit to getting a package of 10 coaching sessions. You know, it was $350. And, um, Which yeah, most I really coaches charge for an hour that are great like that, that you would stay with for eight years. So, wow, that's amazing. What an yeah. amazing woman. This woman is, is amazing, and she's grown at the same rate that I've grown. So um, her, she definitely doesn't charge $35 an hour anymore. <laughs> uh, so um, she's, she's become very successful, and because of that, because of her big vision for herself, she kind of brought all of us up, which were her clients. So her story was that she talked to her own coach and said what her dream was for herself. And her coach told her, well, the clients that you have are not going to make you have your dreams come true. You need different kind of clients. You need clients that already are million-dollar-plus businesses, not, you know, the women like ourselves that could barely, you know, you know pay $35. So she had already carried us, you know, been with us for several meetings, and she came and said to us in the group, um, I need you all to become million-dollar-plus businesses because I don't want to have different clients. I want to keep you. And, yeah, and we were sitting there. There was about eight of us in total shock that she was telling (laughs) us that we needed to be millionaires. Wow. And we resisted. I know I was one of the biggest people that resisted that. And I told her that I didn't want to be a millionaire because I didn't want to do what it takes to be a millionaire. And I proceeded to tell her all the lies I believed about being a millionaire. Like um, I would never have time for my kids. I would be working all the time. That meant that I had to get up early, 5 o'clock in the morning, and go to bed at midnight and be working the whole entire time. And be miserable because rich people are just not happy. They don't have time to spend their money. Like all these lies that I told myself, I was telling her. And then we all did that. All the women in the room started saying all those things. And then, but then as you're speaking that, it becomes like you know that you're BSing. Like, I don't even know, I didn't even know one millionaire at all. (laughs) (laughs) I was inventing that completely inventing that. Although I do um, have to say that some of these guys in overeater, I mean, in um, entrepreneurs organization that we're both part of, um, they're like, you get up at five o'clock in the morning and you do this and you do that and you do this. And I'm just like, no, you don't. (laughs) And then, um, I mean, like they do kind of scare you that you might have to do that. But the funny thing is that, um, I am friends with Dr. Michael Bruce, who's also been on the radio show, who's a sleep doctor. And he outlined for us that some people are like that and are most productive like that. And other people like you and I seemingly, or I think based on what you just said, that um, we can be more night owls and still be just as successful. (laughs) Thank God. Yeah, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. Well, what I want to say about that is that I just saw that I 
I thought it was like not, I mean, it doesn't really matter what time, like if you're going to do it in the night or you're going to do it in the morning, whatever, but have time for your family, have time to have fun, have time to live your life and run a really well-oiled business. There, it, that is possible. It's not like you have to work all the time and then sacrifice things. I know a lot of EOers that don't come to the meetings and don't go on vacations and uh, or they do limit their vacations to vacations only with their family because there's no time for anything else. When in reality, I mean, you could structure it so you could have it all. Like, I don't work anymore. And that's been already the case for me for a few years. And um, I want that for everybody, for all the EOers, all business people, and then for everybody to have like a big dream of like, you know, what is life outside of work? I mean, we don't have to focus on work 100% of the Like, that's not what's going to take us everywhere. Um, I did work, and I did tell myself a lot of lies, because when I was growing up, um, the way you got the, what you wanted was by clocking in, right? Every hour, you got an hourly wage. And so I had that, that I had to work 40 hours to get my paycheck. But then when I learned how to leverage and uh, make money in my sleep, well, that sounds a lot better. <laughs> they uh, in and yeah. Out. yeah, but guess what? My mom didn't understand that. She, she, I mean, she thought I was, you know, just wasting my life away, even though she saw that I was making money, but she, did, she didn't see me working. So to her, it didn't make sense. I mean, so I had to break out of all of that, even for myself, that I wasn't working anymore. It was hard. Uh, one day I went into the office and my operations manager told me, you know, you really don't have to be here. Like everything was handled. Everything was handled. Uh, Just out of obligation and like, you know, that I thought I had to go in there, um, I was showing up. But then really, the day came where I didn't have to work anymore and I didn't feel guilty about it. The best feeling ever. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I um, am looking forward to those days. I certainly have not figured that out. Um, I definitely want to figure out more time for Jelly Bean. Um, and I'm, I am working on that, though. It's funny that you said the income while you sleep, because those are the kind of things that I'm trying to focus on. I think sometimes we get caught in minutia of tiny little, like, I have to do this, I have to do that. And we don't, you know, I'm trying really hard to focus on where am I wasting time? Like, what stupid emails am I spending time on when I should be doing, you know, things that fulfill me and and are so much bigger? Well, you know, I read uh, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim yeah. Ferriss. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I have I heard of it, but I've not book. read it. Really? Read it. I, I have bought so many copies and given it. I've even given it to my kids as teenagers. <laughs> Oh, wow. um, that book actually talks about like zapping the time suckers, you know, like how do we, we, we have the same 24 hours as Oprah does, as, um, you know, Mother Teresa had, Gandhi, and look what they were able to accomplish. So, you know, they weren't checking emails and doing all of that stuff, you know, and yeah. it shows you how to prioritize and how to cut out all the distractions. And one of them being like not reading the news, um, not answering your telephone. You know, if you answer it, if you are going to make a call, be intentional about it. You know, you can be on a long call and never even get to the point of what you were calling about. And you sometimes even forget what the call was about. Anyhow, that book is really great. Um, And I want to circle back to the coach part. Uh, My coach asked me when I was 40 what I was going to do when I retired. And I told her, why would I retire? I really love what I do. 
And it, I, I really did. I loved it. I actually was burdened when I had to go home because I loved just helping people and I loved seeing my numbers and um, I loved getting referrals because I felt like all of that was feeding me. It was feeding back to my ego. It was giving me something, right? And so I was feeling addicted to that. And uh, what she made me do, which coaches are fantastic because they can see what's missing when we're blind because we're in it. Um, The coach told me, okay, well, that's great. I totally get that you love what you do. You're passionate about it. She said, but um, aren't there other things you love to do as well? And so she said, tell me three things you'd love to do when you're not working. I said, well, I love to spend time with my kids. I love to travel. And I like to play golf, which are three things that were being sacrificed at the moment because I was working so much. And um, I would work on holidays like Labor Day, Memorial Day, nights, all the time. I loved it. And it didn't even feel like work. Before I knew it, I, was, I had been on my computer 10 hours. I was on the phone working. I, I would get lost in it because I loved it so much. That nobody, like if somebody would tell me, you work too much, I'd be like, this is not even work. I love it. You know what they say, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. Uh-huh. You actually are working, you know. <laughs> um, so my coach told me, write a, uh, go home, write a list of 100 things you'd rather do than be at work. So then I wrote down, like, I'd love to spend time with my aunt. I'd love to spend time with my uncle. I'd love to go to TJ for lunch. I'd love to go long lunches with my sisters. Uh, my sisters have jobs, so I'd have to go to where they're at and take an extended lunch so I can spend time with them. Um, be there for my kids and, and you know, um, day trips, spend the vacations with them, and have a life that looked like I was always on vacation. Anyhow, once you know what you'd like to do, it's almost like, um, you send a, a text to the universe, and it gives it, it responds with lightning speed. Before I knew it, I was always on vacation, like always. Wow. And but the thing about that is, I mean, it was it, I was in shock that I was sitting in you know Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, and um, but with my computer on the beach working. But then I was on the beach and in different parts of the world with my computer. And then I had a conversation about what would it be like to be on vacation not working on my computer, not having my computer, which was a whole other level of a breakthrough. Right. So that's, you know, that's what my coach did for me. She, she um, had me get out of my million-dollar um, you know, mindset, like what it was before, like why I didn't want to be a millionaire. I changed that. And then uh, you know, not working, she, she changed that mindset for me as well. And then we keep busting myths like that. Um, it's pretty amazing. And then I had another myth that, like, I remember getting 50 referrals a month in my business. And I knew I could get more business. And I knew there were so many injured workers out there that needed our help. I just didn't know how to handle it. And I felt like the doors, I felt the energy of the business, even though it wasn't coming, I felt the energy of it. But it wasn't coming because I knew we couldn't handle it. I only had one other counselor, and I had a receptionist. And the other counselor told me, please, don't take any more business. Like, I'm very stressed out. So, yeah, and so I went to this coach, and he had a mastermind. And I stood in front of the room, and I said what my pain point was. It was the max I could handle is 50. However, I feel like the doors of my business are swelling in and out. Like, they want to bust. And there's so much business out there. I felt it. I just don't know how to handle it. And then the people in the mastermind um, 
started giving me ideas, things I never thought of. And all of a sudden, it became like a reality that I could handle more with no extra effort and no extra employees, just different uh, scheduling tactics. And just the difference in that scheduling, we went from um, 50 to 200 clients from a mindset shift that I couldn't see it for myself. I had to be, you know, all these people that I surrounded myself with in the mastermind have their own businesses. So they've been through things that they've learned through their own trial and error and shared that with me, and it changed everything for me. Ever since then, I'm in masterminds, I'm in groups, I'm talking to people, you know, where I want to be at, I'm talking to people at my level. I mean, it's just been really an explosive exchange of ideas that has led me to where I'm at right now of making everything easy. And I'm a really good student. I, I, I hear a good idea and I implement it. I believe it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny cause I definitely, um, worked too much for too many years. And again, that's another reason why I consider jelly bean a miracle. Like I worked away, I think for me, and this is, you know, a lie that I didn't realize was happening, but, um, four of my six best friends, when we were in our early thirties, as all of our careers started taking off, um, were cheated on in their first year of marriage, believe it or not. And it was just like, and one of them I just thought was the ideal couple. So I watched them all get cheated on and like let go of their businesses and like their own. And in some cases, they really got into these depressions and all sorts of things. Um, One of them stayed with the guy, which was just a whole other interesting experience to watch her um, in that. But like, I think I told myself, well, I have to get my business, you know, I'll make sure my business is completely going and amazing. And then I'll like marry some network executive or something when it takes off and just never made the time to even like, I literally joke that someone would have had to crash their car into my house for me ever <laughs> to literally, like I wrote eight books in six years. Some of the biggest loser books that were such fast turnarounds that I didn't leave my house over summers for like close to two months. I mean, except to go to the grocery store and things. It was crazy. And so, as I said, then I was like, whoa, wait, I wanted to be a mom and all these things. And um, and then, you know, had that, oh, my God, I ruined everything moments. Um, everybody on the outside thinks that I'm this superpower, successful person. And the truth is like, I didn't get what I wanted out of life. I just had a lot of like accolades that at that point didn't matter. Um, I, we need to go to break now, but when we come back, um, we'll jump into this whole topic a little bit more and talk about the work-life balance and, you know, like how you set things up so that you can do all of this. Um, And then I do want to elaborate a little bit more on coaches. So stay tuned, everyone. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get 
guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with the absolutely awesome Hazel Ortega, who has this brand new number one bestselling book called From Bounce Checks to Private Jets, The Mastery of Miracles. And this truly is the story of her life. She was literally on welfare and went to uh, like flying around in private jets and um, acting like this goddess that you just want to be around. Um, I want her to tell us very quickly before we jump back into what we were talking to, how we find more information about her, how we buy her book and all of that, because the last segment always goes so fast. Oh, sure. Um, the book is on Amazon and um, it's on Kindle and it's from bounce checks to private jets. I'll also have a website, uh, www.themastery.com of miracles.com. I love it. I love miracles. I love miracles. So I was revealing that um, I have, you know, like I spent too many years working and way too much time and things because I kind of had the same belief system. I was lucky um, that I had like the most amazing parents who taught me to succeed. But that driver was almost... Um, is too competitive and too like about that stuff that I also missed out on life things and didn't take vacations and wasn't a balanced person. Um, so, you know, and as I said, when I got to a certain age, I was like, oh my God, I ruined it. Like now I can't even have kids and the whole thing. And then was just blessed with this miracle baby that has made me like the happiest girl on the face of the earth. Um, even though not everything in my life is perfect. I don't know if ever anybody's life is perfect perfect. But, um, you know, as I said, there's still things that I need to work on. Um, but so Hazel, can you, again, like I know, so we heard how you got your coach. If someone came to you now and they were in a struggle, like what, what would be your first step for them? 
is there a program that you know about? Is there a coach you know about? Is there a way that you would suggest they find a coach? Like if basically if you're a little, well, we'll say your little sister, but not really, because of course you would be able to help your little sister one-on-one, but especially as generous as you are, but like, what would you, where would you guide someone as step number one? Well, I always recommend my business coach because she has, um, she starts people off. She has clients from all spectrum, like the kind that have jobs, but know that they're really good chefs and could and do that on the side, or they have jobs and they're personal trainers on the side, and they wish that their side job would be their full-time business. She has that people at that level, and then she has people like myself that don't work anymore. And um, her business is called the Women's Business Momentum Center, and the WBMC. Women's Business Momentum Center, and um, it's all women, and they meet once a month in person, and then also she has everything available online, and you can meet via telephone. So um, the reason I love her and I love all my coaches is because it keeps you present to what you say is important to you. So, um, you know, balance, like what you're saying about balance in your life, and now that you have Jelly Bean, you definitely want to be a mom that's there for her, and then you still need to make a living and still want to, you know, yeah. have money to send her to whatever college she wants to go to eventually. Um, yes. There's eight building blocks that, the, that um, the coach has pointed out to us, which is like the relationship uh, building block, then there's the money, then there's fitness and well-being. And then there's content, which is business-related. Then there's mastery, which is learning how to do your job better, maybe getting a certificate and taking more classes. Um, Then you have um, fun. Uh, Then you have um, family. Anyhow, so I don't know which one I'm missing right now, but there's all spirituality. So those are basically the balance of life. And then uh, what we do in the meetings is that we – um, take inventory of how we spent the last month. And we do that once a month. And then you get to see like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't go on a date. I didn't go, um, you know, I didn't, even if it's your own husband, if you're married, you didn't date a husband, you didn't date your husband. You didn't have any romance. And then you can see at a glance, you know, where your time is really going. And um, that is worth its weight in gold, doing that activity and then doing it with other women. And then people get aha moments and they share it. And then you learn from what they're sharing and you get your own aha moment through somebody else's aha moment. And you can do that over the phone on on these virtual calls. It's really amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the Women's Business Momentum Center. Um, Definitely the four-hour work week I recommend to everyone. I recommend also my book. (laughs) Well, yeah, I should be recommending that. You don't even need to. But as I said, it's truly Hazel's story, like how she went from welfare to like literally taking private jets and living this life that, as I said, like I, I know I've said this like 14 times in the show, but I literally like was so lucky to sit next to you because like it's rare that I meet someone like I just want them to rub off on me. It's funny that you asked, um, you mentioned we're both, it turns out going to the same event tonight to this other woman, um, Kalika Yap, who is also 
um, releasing a book tonight. We're going to her book launch. And she is also one of those people that I'm like, how does she do it? Like when someone runs multiple businesses, um, I just, you know, as I said, my one, like I feel like I'm in the weeds all the time and need to learn how to get out of that. And uh, so I just want these women to rub off on me. <laughs> yeah. But yes, please. Well, you know what, um, Devin, I learned how to definitely do business plans and all of that stuff. But one of the biggest things that I do is I envision my future of what I want. And I don't say how I want to get it. I just know what I want. And then I'm just propelled to be there. Like I knew that I wanted to be a really good mom. And to me, a good mom is a mom that can be there when your child is sick. They don't have to go to a babysitter. You get to stay home with that with your child and take care of your child. And then I wanted to be there right after school. And I wanted to take her back and, all of them back and forth to school. And so then what happened was the business ended up allowing me to have those hours. Like I had an opportunity to have this business that could accommodate that. But that wouldn't have shown up if I didn't know beforehand that, that that's the kind of mom I wanted to be. So like having a big vision for what you want for the future is what makes it happen right now. And um, I, so I always have my future planned out. Like I knew, you know, uh, five years ago when I was um, not in the position that I'm at right now, um, I said I wanted to own a mansion. I wanted to have a $3 million plus business. My business was making 300000 I said I wanted to have a $3 million plus business. And I didn't say w- that it was that particular business. I just said I wanted a $3 million plus business. Right. I wanted to be, uh, I, I drew um, myself on an island, uh, which meant I wanted to be on, always on vacation. And I wanted to have the love of my life and, you know, a relationship that worked. And I wanted a private jet. I wanted all these things. They were not feasible at the moment, but that's what I wanted. And then all of a sudden, things started, like, every year I started accumulating all of these amazing miracles. And the last piece was the house. And I couldn't even believe that I got everything because when I envisioned that, I was not in the space of, like, that I could do that. So one of the biggest things is that. Like, so I do um, envision. Then I also envision for my business, for sure, like what I want for my business. I want to have a certain amount of clients. I want to have them all graduate from school. I want them to all get paid equal pay. I represent a lot of um, Latinos, and Latinos um, get paid less than their Caucasian counterpart. So oh, I want wow. to um, equal the the, you know, the field there so that everybody gets paid the same amount of money. So that drives me. And so when I start to see that laws change that match what I'm envisioning, it's really amazing. Like it floors me, like quite seriously, like I get just shot out of the world. Like I'm just so amazed by that. Like somebody shot me from a cannon and I'm out (laughs) of the universe. I just can't even believe it's really amazing. Well, that's why you glow the the way you do. (laughs) (laughs) Like you can tell, no, you can tell like your level of grateful and modesty. And I mean, I know that I've been pushing all of these things and, you know, it's, um, I don't know, like it's so hard to really get across like how, 
amazing things are when someone's talking on the radio in some ways, because it, I'm not kidding. Like Hazel is such a bright light. Like it's, it's so obvious that she's making a difference in the world because I don't think you can like be in a selfish place and like have the same kind of glow. I just don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I get that. Yeah. So you, I have um, like a bigger picture of, you know, of what I want for people. I want to end suffering through education. And that's what my book is about. Like, I always believe there's a book for everything. Like, so right now I said, read the four-hour work week, and you'll learn how to transition from a job into your business where you work four hours a week. If you have your business and you're working many hours, you'll learn how to cut back your hours. There's a book for that. If you're having problems in your relationship, there's a book for that. If you can't, you don't know any re- healthy recipes, there's a book for that. So there through is. education. <laughs> yeah, your book. <laughs> there's a book yeah. for everything. So education really changes people's lives. And so, like right now, my big, hairy, audacious vision is that you know, I sell a million books. And so that makes me take certain action because I have a big vision. I mean, it takes something to sell a million books. But that's how I'm going to change the world. And I had it that I was going to, I declared many years ago that I was going to be somebody that changed the world. And I didn't know how that was going to happen. And now that I launched the book, the Kindle, I can see where they're downloading the book. And it's being downloaded all over the world, from Japan to Mexico to Canada, Europe, all over the world. And it just really throws me back. Like, what? Oh, my. I said I was going to do this, and it's happening right now. I can't even. Because when I said it, it was just, I had no idea how. I just knew that I'm up to that. That That's, that's the energy I was putting out there. I'm up. Well, that's what I want to do. Yeah, and I think you said something that a lot of people may not have heard of before, but big, hairy, audacious goal. We talk about a lot in entrepreneur groups and things, and for people who haven't had the privilege of really sitting in on those things, like they say that your goal should always be like so big that it scares you. And if it doesn't, then you're not really, I mean, like failure is important. Having huge goals is important. And yeah, I mean, I have Jelly Bean on a vision board that actually that year, it was 2016 that I put her like a baby that's sitting. And at some point I'm going to take a picture as soon as she's old enough to sit the way the baby sits, um, a baby with a chef hat and the same rules as jelly bee. I mean, I'm not kidding. The body is exactly the same. The face isn't exactly the same, but it's the same cuteness. It's crazy how much these babies look alike. And I mean, she was on my vision board. That vision board was published in Huffington Post in a celebrity vision board roundup. And I I didn't even realize it until months after she arrived and I look up on my wall in my office and I'm like, Oh my God, like I have jelly bean. Um, or I had jelly bean on the wall and it was in print before. And then the funny thing is the next year in 2017 on my vision board, it said baby for Christmas. I got jelly bean the night before Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah, crazy. Right. And so I, I think those things do matter. And I think, Oh, I just think you've been so inspiring. We have to um, we have to end here in a minute. Um, but I just I want to thank you so much for sharing your story and for writing this book because I know you're right. It is going to have an impact around the world. Um, if you could one more time tell people the name of your website so they can go check you out. Sure, it's uh, www.themasteryofmiracles.com. 
And uh, the book is From Bounce Checks to Private Jets, The Mastery of Miracles. And I have a really cool download for creating your vision for your future. So definitely sign up and check that out. Yay. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm excited to see you tonight, and I'm excited to talk to everyone next week. I have a killer lineup coming up on the show. We have Adam Gertler from Food Network. We have Josiah Fitness, who's been on um, American Ninja Warrior. We have Scott Duffy, who is all about breakthroughs and who is also in um, or was in our entrepreneur group. So um, looking forward to all those shows. Oh, and also Abby Reich from Biggest Losers going to be joining us in the next month or two also. So for those of you who don't remember her, which I don't know how that's possible, but maybe you never saw her. She lost her entire family in a car accident and then went on to be on Biggest Loser and changed her whole life. She's happily married again. And um, she's just an amazing inspiration too. So everybody, um, I look forward to being back next week and I hope you have an awesome one. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, Have a fit and fun week.